Hey, good morning. Welcome to Stage Door Theater Podcast, hosted by a couple of average guys. You got me today, Kyle, and we're with Ron is joining me. How you doing, Ron? Oh, (laughs) that that good? Mama. Oh, baby. We have a... we have. I always say this. I said we have a special guest, which we—they're always special. I feel like, but today we have our awesome continuing series spotlighting people from the area that have gone out and done some really cool things. And today we have um, Brady Miller. Brady Miller, Ron, you're the one who turned me on to this guy. Yeah, Brady Miller went to uh, Ohio Northern with my son. The sang and danced together on stage and now he's doing some big stuff but yeah. we're gonna let him tell us all the cool cool things that he's doing hello wow we only got one ring and you answered right away <laughs> you're amazing already i already love you so oh, yeah it's great having you on brady i've never actually met you in real life but ron has yeah this is ron matnick tyler's dad yeah hey how's it going it's- yeah so that's already a cool thing is that you ron has actually got to see you perform Yes, yes. Some, might, foot- like some might some might have to apologize. To no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. sure that's not the case. I'm sure. Because you're kind of a big deal right now, aren't you? So where are you at right now, Brady? Uh, I'm in my apartment in New York City right now. Oh, um, you live in New York City? I sure do, yeah. Wow. You're like, you're like a real pro. I guess. Well, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> so what we want to do here on these spotlights is we always want to talk about, you know, where you came from, how you got interested in doing theater, who gave you the inspiration. Basically, like, start when you're at the age of four and then work your way up until your awesomeness right now. But the first thing that we always want to do is tell us what it is that you have done that you are the most proud of or what people would know you for right now. Oh, gosh. Um it's, you know, I think people always have their own kind of definition of what uh, constitutes success and right. what uh, what is worthy of being proud of. And some might say, like, it's the most recent thing or, you know, um, there's always kind of the definitive thing, I think, for people. So mine, I think, is um, what I'm most proud of is what I did right after college uh, was the National Tour of 42nd Street. Um, that was, I think, that will always be the thing I'm most proud of because it was yeah. the thing that I got to do right after I graduated and it was a year of work and it was traveling for work, which was something I had never done before graduating. Cause I'm from Finley. So, yeah. um, and I went to school in Ohio, Ohio Northern. And so I think before touring, I had never been further West than St. Louis, which is not West. <laughs> no, but that's um, funny. We have a, we have a connection already you and I, because when I was in high school and doing something like my furthest West St. Louis, that's the same thing. Yeah. I, I, went to, I went and saw the arch. I saw the Mississippi River, and I was like, oh, look at this river. This is like a real river, not the Maumee <laughs> River. Holy moly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So so my, uh, my sights and my senses were just kind of uh, on an all-time high because we, we rehearsed here in New York for that tour, and then the first thing we did was for tech rehearsal was fly to Yakima, Washington. So, and we, when we flew out there, we flew to Seattle and then drove across the state of Washington and so to land and be in the Pacific Northwest and just get to see like the true, like, you know, you hear about it, but to see it is like the lush That's... green, like beautiful Pacific Northwest and then see the mountains and then see the landscape change from the, the West coast all the way to like Eastern Washington state. It was just so incredible. So like, and then to do a year of discovering what the country has to offer, I think was just on the, uh, 
I'll always look back on that experience and be like, go little Brady, go. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was so nervous, but I, you know, I, I made a, a true family on that contract. And that's amazing. And you went from one coast, just get on a plane, go all the way to the other coast. And so you exactly. saw the whole city through a window at least, or the whole country yeah. through a window for a while. And you're like, wow. Okay, let's start on yeah. the other side of the country for some reason. And just a kid from exactly. Findlay. Just a... Yep. All right, and so now we want to go back to when you were just a babe, all the way back to when yep. you were a tiny dink and when you when you started doing this. And tell, tell us how you got started. How did you begin your journey into the world of theater and being a professional now? Yeah, so I, I started... Um, I, I've, I've always played music, so like starting in around like fourth grade, I... I took up violin and so I had like a, a true like want to do that I remember sitting in the back seat of my parents uh, Jeep Wrangler at the time mm. and there's there like a Dixie Chicks song on the radio no, of course uh, the Dixie Chicks are I from remember, Finley so it's playing man exactly exactly um, and I remember sitting in the back seat I don't know we were like on Tiffin Avenue of all places yeah. and I it's so vivid in my brain remembering like playing the air violin and my mom turning to my dad and being like I think we got to get him a violin let's do it <laughs> So, you know, you start in, at least in our school system is fourth grade, you, you can start in orchestra, fifth grade, you start in band. Yeah. And uh, I had always thought like maybe I would pick up a band and an instrument too, but violin just really stuck for a while. So I loved music. So then. Um, so was that, so <laughs> is, is Finley's not the biggest town, obviously, but it's not the smallest town either. Right. Uh, is it just Finley Elementary? Is it, you know, because I know it's Finley High School. Do you have like a name like Lincoln Elementary or something like that that you were at? I, I Literally, I went to Lincoln Elementary School. Get the heck out! <laughs> Are you serious? That's so yeah, weird. My- I just randomly threw that out there because I went to Lincoln Elementary School, not in Finley, <laughs> in Tiffin. And I, I grew in Tiffin, and you were on Tiff. Man, we are we are like Connecting. two peas in a pod here. I'm telling you, these 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 Ohio towns they get really creative with their names. But, <laughs> I guess uh, so. Um, yeah, I actually. So I went to Lincoln Elementary School, but we have a, a ton of different elementary schools in Finley. So. Okay. Lincoln, I think at the time. All the presidents, least, probably Lincoln, Washington, yeah. Kennedy. You know? Washington, yes, all of them. Yeah. And I think at the time, Lincoln was the only one that was K through five in one building. Mm. Otherwise, it's like a you would go to like uh, like a primary and then like a secondary elementary school and then move on to middle school. We had three middle schools at the time. Now I think we have two. And then, yeah, just the one Finley High School. So it was, like, smaller up into bigger groups up into the, just, like, the biggest high school. So, gotcha. So you're playing a violin in, your mo- in the back seat, an air violin, not even a real violin, because yeah. that's extra cool <laughs> playing an air violin. Uh, and then your mom said, maybe we should put an actual instrument in his hand. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, you, you get the theater bug, which I did eventually get, but I think I got the music bug first. Um, and so... Uh, I grew up across the street from the church that we, I grew up going to. Mm-hmm. So my mom thought maybe it's a good idea. Like we can get him in the children's choir just to like get, you know, like acclimated to hanging out with other kids. Um, and so that's where I met my best friend for life. Her name is Lucy Anders. She's also an actor. Shout out to Lucy. Lucy. Shout out to Lucy. And she, you know, lives here in the city with her and, um, uh, her and her friends. And then her uncle also oh. is still Reno, Tiffin native. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's all kind of in the family now. But uh, so I met Lucy through this uh, children's choir that her mom was the um, music director of um, at the church. And so she, I guess, one day came to my mom and was like, you know, Brady can actually kind of sing. He should, <laughs> um, he should really start, you know, looking into what if he really likes this. And uh, 
Lucy's father, uh, Michael, um, was the head of the theater department at the University of Finley. Um, oh, wow. They were doing, at the time, they were doing a production of Shenandoah, the musical. And uh, Lucy's mom was like, you know, if Brady really likes singing, uh, we need a Towns boy to be in the ensemble of this show at the university if he'd be interested. Yeah, Towns and, boy number 27. Mm-hmm. We just need one. That's, yeah, that will, that's, that's awesome. Right. Awesome. Um, and it, it was truly like you always hear the stories. Like I was hooked and never looked back. Um, that was probably in February. I was like 10. Nice. And Does then, your mom um, or dad have like any background in this stuff? Because it's, it's the fact that they're like pushing the arts on you, not pushing, but like are aware of the arts and are like, hey, maybe he should do this. Do they have a history of any of that? Do you know? Not, not really. My mom grew up playing piano. Okay, and my she dad got some. Some, but like I grew up playing it, but never really like played it while I was growing up. Yeah. Um, and my dad is not musical at all. He can sing, but he's not, you know, he wasn't like a part of any sort of community with music ever. Yeah. Um, my grandmothers were a little bit more, I think, when they were younger, uh, they were interested in music. And I guess my, my grandma always said she would do the operettas, as she called them, uh-huh. um, at school. But um, no, no one really in my family was very musically inclined or theater driven or interested, really. Um, so I think they just, they, I had very supportive parents that just kind of listened to whatever I wanted to That's do. That's so amazing. I, I only ask all these things because we just had Finley... Um, Playhouse on Fort Finley Playhouse uh-huh. was just on. We had them talking to him, and I had a vested interest in them because I'm from that area too. I'm I'm from my address is Faustoria, uh, is uh-huh. where, I, where I grew up, but I went to Lakota, and it's the same kind of thing. I'm always very intrigued by um, the smaller town people like getting involved in this kind of stuff. So I just want to know if there was yeah. any kind of like, oh, we your parents are from Seattle and they came here and they were always oh. in theater and they just happened to work for Marathon or something. It's like, oh. No, totally. Yeah, no, my parent, my family's just from Finley, and well, I guess my dad's from Van Buren, uh, and then even my bigger mom's- Van Buren, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, did exactly. you do did you do high school shows? Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. so yeah, we don't did- jump too far ahead. We, so now you're playing an instrument, <laughs> and we're moving on. So, when, so then you got the theater. You got hooked. You got hooked by doing yeah. Shenandoah at uh, the Finley College. <laughs> you said uh, University of Finley. University yeah. of Finley. Sorry, that's what I meant. Anyways, uh, the Oilers. Yeah. Oh, same thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I said earlier, I have to retract a statement. I have parents that are very supportive, and I said they'd, let, they'd do anything that I wanted to do, which is not at all the case. No. They, they just understood what, well, what my interests were. So, like, I grew up also at the same time I was, was playing soccer and doing gymnastics, just kind of figuring out what I yeah. liked most. And, uh, yeah, so the older I got, the more it was just consistently theater. You know, I made my best friend Lucy and we didn't even go to the same elementary school. Very cool. But, uh, I just stayed tied to her and her family, and they kept doing the shows, and they kept needing kids in the ensembles, and so I just kept doing it. And so it was Shenandoah, but then it was Oliver and Camelot and The Sound of Music, and then it just kind of snowballed. There was a In Finley, there was a company called the Finley Light Opera Company, okay. um, and they would do, every summer, they would do one big show um, at our local, like, bigger theater, Um and it was just local talent that would just, you know, do the uh, show every year. Uh, and that's just where I really fell in love. I have my fondest memories are with Finley Light Opera Company because that's where I met all my friends. That's where I really grew into understanding what this theater community was. And, you know, um, even still today, all if I if, if it's the right kind of uh, sentiment, I will always, you know, get misty at the end of a show. But yeah. back then I would 
sob because I, <laughs> I grew so connected to these casts and these friends that then I didn't go to school with or that lived out in the, you know, the, the county areas. And so I wouldn't get to see them that often. So Yeah, no, a lot of people don't understand that. that, that I mean, they may hear understand that but a lot of people outside of this northwest ohio area don't quite understand that if you live in in finley then it's going to take you 35 minutes to get to the next town and so forth so if you got these these kids that are living in Fostoria or living in fremont or living in these areas that are like you and love these things and are traveling you're gonna bond with those kids exactly and so that was the case and i just you know i stuck with it and so yeah i did shows in high school i went to finley high school Mm -hmm. um and it just kind of kept going. And I, I remember still in high school, I wasn't quite sure if this is what I wanted to do for a career. Um, even through like my senior year, I still like signed up by choice to take an anatomy class because I really liked biology. So I was like, <laughs> I like anatomy and I loved it. Yeah. And I had the best teacher for that class. And, you know, um, I think that's what Finley's uh, school system is good at is, you know, really ensuring that everyone has ample opportunity to really explore anything that interests them, especially in our high school system. I got that at least. Um, but Very I cool. got Did, to... So you were saying you were in the chorus members, this all for like the university of Finley, like you just kept being in their shows over and over and over again. Yeah. So like the Finley led opera company that would put on shows every summer, even I think they, they disbanded around the time I was like in the middle of high school but I did it all the way through middle school and up through high school. And then, yeah, um, local shows as well. So, like, at the uh, Fort Finley Playhouse, I did some shows growing up. And uh, one of my favorite shows ever, I did Honk there. And Honk, even still, yeah. today, Even still today, my mom's like, God, Honk, I know it's like a kid's show, but it still is one of my favorites that you've ever done back when I was in, like, seventh grade. But it's actually a pretty good show. It's not bad. <laughs> it's so good. The music's great. It's, it's not so- a bad show. But when you – I think a lot of people, they just hear Honk, they're like, what? It's like yeah. no, go watch it. You you exactly. some of these some of these shows you you may think are not high caliber, but honk you because when I first heard honk, I was kind of snooty. I'm like, come on, honk, that's gonna be what a little kid. Show. <laughs> oh, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, so yeah, I I just I was very lucky that I had enough community theater that like when I wasn't in school during the year, there was something going on in the summer that I could do, um, and I just you know got to do more and more and more and meet more and more people. And then I decided finally in high school around my junior year that I was going to, you know, make this a career. So, then so I who, who told of- you that? Who said you were good? <laughs> who told you you were good? You're good. You should go and do this. There's got to be somebody like a music teacher well, or a director or somebody, right? It wasn't Lucy. Yeah, you can't so, just believe Lucy. <laughs> I also, I had, uh, I had a really good support system in high school in the music department as well. So I stayed playing violin through all of high school and, you know, I got to use that um, where I ended up going to school. I got to use that as like a scholarship as well and be in the symphony in college. Um, But I had... um, At Ohio Northern, you were in the symphony at Ohio Northern? I was for two years, yeah. It it just got to be too uh, time-consuming in school because by the time junior year came around, it was like, okay, now we have to like think about (laughs) career. (laughs) I didn't have time to devote to... Playtime's over, man. Time to get ready, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, in high school, I was very lucky. I had um, Kevin Manley and Craig Van Rederham were the two vocal department heads. I think Kevin is still there. Craig now works for the Marathon Performing Arts Center in Finley, which is now the new theater. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Kevin and Craig, even through middle school, uh, I remember Kevin was like, he took my mom aside, I believe, and was like, Brady should really come to Central because they had like a 
a music program that I think was just a little bit ahead of the other uh, middle schools in the area. Gotcha. And Kevin, Kevin taught at Central, and he was like, we would really love to have Brady come to Central. I was technically not in that school district. Oh, he to totally to- recruited you. That's what happened there, huh? Yeah, he's like, I'm the teacher over here. He should come over here. Heck with this other middle school. I want him. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> it was great. And I was very, you know, I, I, I was lucky to have teachers who believed in me. So yeah. um, I went to Central and that's where I got to really, you know, feel like I loved music and then went to high school. And Kevin then also moved to the high school and was the um, high school choir, choir director. And he also directs the show choir there as well. And then Craig, I grew up doing shows with. And then he was the freshman um like vocal teacher and ran like the freshman show choir and the freshman choral as well. Man. So, um, but they were both just really supportive and really cheered me on to um, do my best. And so, um, that's awesome. Finley still has a really good like music program there. I don't know if you've been following yeah. them since you've become a big deal, but they are really <laughs> still good there though. They have the boingers that do the band that goes around. Oh and they yeah. Had that when you were there. Oh yeah, the Boingers are the 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 backup band for the the show choir. So yes, I, in the show choir, no joke. I was like, holy yeah. smokes, this is a show choir. So, like, like these guys need to be in all the musicals. I was very <laughs> impressed with what they were doing. So, what about what about dance? Was that a part of your upbringing? That's where I I stray from what people I work with now. Kind of what the norm is. Um, I always hear my friends say like uh, men always have it easier because our bodies are just the way choreography is typically built on like a male's body or a male presenting person's body. Like it's, it's, it's not um, as always like as flashy with like having to be as flexible and whatnot. So like if you have a choreographic brain, sometimes it just comes easy to you. So I did not grow up going to like a dance studio by any means. Like I would do, shows and sometimes there was choreography in it and we would go to a studio and like local studio teachers would choreograph these shows um but i never had like formal true training in dance yeah it was just Um, everything you were doing in the theater it was whatever the choreography was for that particular show is what you did exactly and it just made my brain i was like okay you want me to go over here and step on this beat got it and then (laughs) um show choir actually vending into that conversation is really where I got like my first like taste of true dance training. So you were in um, the Finley show choir that just like wins nationals now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was. Nice. I was. Um, and so that's where I really learned we Finley at least used to be known for um, every show in the show choir every year they would end with like a tap number. Um, so I learned how to tap dance through show choir and I really learned how to partner and partner well in show choir. Nice. Um, and I think learning that, you know, as a 15, 16 year old, like you're like, you're learning how your body works to like, you know, that's a definite a- advantage again, especially <laughs> since I've seen what they're doing in the show choir there with the partner work. It's like, whoa, that's not something that, that young people are doing too much. Exactly. It's a very, it's a very, very helpful tool that like, even still today in auditions here in the city, I uh, like sometimes callbacks are a partnering call and like there is it it just comes easily to some people and some people it just does not make sense. And it's, it's about trust. But again, it's like a, that's a muscle that I think if you learn it when you're a teenager, then you understand how to like, how to uh, 
communicate to your partner and it's it's a really valuable skill to have so yeah and when you're um, young like that a lot of people are maybe a little bit more awkward in general like oh i have to dance with somebody else and i have to do these things and like you get that crap out of the way and now you just got it now that you're an adult and more mature you're like why would i care but at the time when you're younger you are like i'm a little sensitive still i go to school with all these people and and so now it's time to choose a college yeah. yeah, you decided I'm going to do this for a career and everybody loved you and supported you and said, go for it. <laughs> exactly. So, Good. and again, thank you to my parents for, you know, driving me to these colleges to audition in the first place. Cause oh it's gosh. not a, um, so yeah, it was, I still, um, I always wanted to double major. Um, and I wasn't sure what exactly I wanted the second major to anatomy, do. Anatomy, you said, right? Then you want to be an anatomy major? Also? Well, I thought about it. <laughs> oh, um, really? Okay. It, uh, but I think going forward, I was like, there's no way I can make theater and like a science degree right. ever work. There's right. just no way too much. But I was like something in the business world or like in the marketing world. So I, I liked my creative side of my brain. So I was like, maybe I'll be in marketing. Um, so I applied. I only went to five colleges. I, I applied to five schools. Um, mm. And I think if I remember correctly, the process was you had to be accepted. A lot of the time you had to be accepted to the university first based right. on academic mm-hmm. and then audition for the theater programs. So Correct. It, was a, it is still that same a, way now. So, yeah. And so it was a long, you know, tricky process, but I, I didn't know anything about anything. So like about in terms of like what schools were good and what was the best program or like other than the university of Michigan. And that is because, um, another Finley native is Gavin Creel, who is now a Tony award winner. Yep. Um, and he was also in the Finley show choir. And so like, I knew about Michigan because that's where Gavin went. And so Yeah, you're like, well, I always, it must be good. He went there. Exactly. And so I, I always idolized him and I still do growing up, you know, it's of so course. Neat. You should because he's really good. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you want to strive to be into that group. Exactly. Exactly. And we had the same teachers, you know, we grew up doing a lot of the same stuff, knowing the same people, even though he's eighteen years older than me. We yeah. never knew each other. Mm-hmm. But we know a lot of the same people, which was really nice, even through college. He was so, probably driving on Tiffin Avenue also and had the same oh, moment sure you did. He was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so auditions came around and I, you know, did some research, found some programs that I thought were, you know, feasible for, like, my, especially my dance training. Because um, I, I could do, I could dance to a certain degree, but I didn't know anything about ballet or I didn't right. know anything about jazz dance. I didn't know, you know, those the sort of things. So um, I was a little bit limited with, like, being realistic, one, what schools I could double major at that would allow it, and two, what school I could realistically actually get into, knowing my talent level at that age. Right. Um, so I applied to five schools. I, of course, tried Michigan, but Michigan is also, you know, the cream of the crop. It's Michigan, musicals. exactly. Right. It's always been that way, um, and for a great reason. And uh, clearly Michigan did not work out for me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I auditioned at a few places and, in fact, uh, ended up going to Ohio Northern University, um, where it also just so happens that Kevin Manley, who was my choir director, show choir director in high school, his wife um, is was the head of the theater department. I don't believe she is anymore. I think there has now been changes in that uh, department now. But, um, yeah, so I actually, that was one of two schools that I got into. Of is the that how that you I heard about Ohio Northern was because of Kevin's wife? and their, I mean, how did you know, like you said, you didn't know anything well, about Well, like he could walk to Ohio Northern from Finland. Exactly. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know Ohio Northern was a school when I was down there. So I, I didn't know, like, how would you have known? You know, like, did, did Kevin guide you a little bit on, like, some options? 
I think so. Um, from what I remember, I'm, I'm sure he, you know, like talked it up. And Kirsten, his wife, also like had come to see the shows in Finley that I were was a part of. And like Kevin had music directed some of those shows mm-hmm. that I was in back in my childhood and whatever. So like I had known who they were for a long time. And then, yeah, once high school came around and I started thinking about this more, um, yeah, I just I'm old. Did- I'm old. I'm 50. So I didn't hear of anything back then. There was no internet. There was no nothing. So if it wasn't of literally course. right next to me, I didn't like Ohio Northern Ada, Ohio. I don't, I never heard of it before. So right. the only thing I'd known about Ada back then was every time they show the stinking football games, they'd say they made the footballs in Ohio. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. That's what I knew. So Ohio Northern was not on my radars, but it turns out yeah. it's a really good program. <laughs> it's a fantastic program. And I was, you know, um, looking back, I am so glad, beyond glad, um, Ohio Northern was the perfect choice for me to go to um, because it is a small program. It's very small, and that's um, a turnoff to a lot of people, but it's also a huge asset to a lot of people, including myself, because since I didn't have the dance training going into college, but I had great professors who really cared. um, I was, because it was such a small school, if I was 20 minutes late to my next class, I could be like, hey, sorry, I was, you know, working on XYZ and they'd be like, Oh, it's no big deal. Um, and I really got to, you know, make it the program I wanted it, wanted to get out of it. Um, and so I would say after classes and ask, you know, questions about certain terminology in, in choreography and in dance. Um, but also I had great voice lessons and, uh, great voice faculty who really have a strong basis in classical singing that I think is a really great foundation for anything else. If you can sing classically and sing it well and healthily, I think you can really kind of sing anything. It's just a tool belt at that point. And so, yeah, Tyler um, and Maddie had a similar like viewpoint on the fact that the smallness of the school, the intimacy of the school, was an asset as well. Yeah, yeah. it was like they were very invested in what you guys were doing. They could work one on one with Broadway people that came in. Yeah, but the professors themselves, you weren't just a number to them. Exactly, exactly. And it was clear that, like, we were chosen for, each of us were chosen for a very specific reason, and we were all there with a strong purpose, um, but also in an environment that we were able to, you know, nourish the other parts that, like, needed some help growing. And so, and that was always supported, and uh, the the student groups as well were always just, like, so kind, and everyone kind of, you know, helped each other out. Of course, there was like, you know, moments, it's college, it's theater. Of course, it's, of course. It's crazy, but... It is um, drama. But, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but you learned the mo- hardcore dancing more at, in, when you got into college then? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got my first ballet class when I was 18. Um, oh. First tap classes, first every type of dance class with like a true teacher and a set of mirrors on the, on the floor in the proper dress and the proper garments like it was that's where i started dancing dancing was in college yeah yeah that's so that's amazing considering the fact that your first job out of college was a huge dance show yeah and so (laughs) again a testament shout out on you because um our tap and jazz teacher her name is brenda hoyt brackman um she is the best person in the entire world wow um she loves every single student of hers individually and for uh, their hearts. She is the most kind, giving human being in the world. Um, And so I went to this, this flash forward to my senior year of college. Um, There are, in order to get jobs, often there are like 
you could call them cattle calls or like unified auditions where yeah. like theaters from around a certain area or around the country will come everyone that's a representative from all these theaters sit in a giant auditorium and you the actor prepare like a 90 second combo of a song and a monologue and you audition in front of this giant room in front of thousands of reps of different theaters and whatever and then uh, later on in the day you find out where you got callbacks for um and so my senior year i went to what's called up does it's uh it's in memphis um and that's more like a the uh, it's only for seniors in college and then professionals so that's people who up to upta uh, is that yes okay yep. Let's make sure i heard um, you right upta yeah yeah so um i went there my parents so sweetly drove me all the way to memphis oh my gosh um, you got the best parents yeah. ever either truly i could talk for hours about them <laughs> um, so i went to updas um did my audition got some callbacks and one of them was for the national tour of 42nd street Oh, is that um, all? <laughs> I know. I know. One of them. Um, and so the callback, though, was in New York City, where I, I had only been on, like, high school trips. I had never been, as a college student, uh -huh. I had never been by myself. And you were like, Mom, uh, Dad, I need a ride again. Literally. So <laughs> I, I flew by myself for oh. the first time to New York. Um, and, like, the week leading up to that callback, I went to Brenda, my professor, and I was just like, hey, it's been about a year since I've had a tap class here. Oh it, it, could you just meet with me one day and just like throw some tap steps at me so I can get back into the mindset of like learning on the spot? And she was like, sure. And I had a crappy pair of tap shoes. Um, <laughs> and she, she was, you know, helping. And she was like, you, you're getting the steps, but you, you're, they just don't sound good. And I think it's your shoes. And she was like, what size are you? And I was like, eight and a half. She was like, I think my flat uh, tap shoes might fit you. You should just try them on. Just try them on. And of Get course, they, Brenda's like the leggiest, tallest, gorgeous woman in the world. Um, <laughs> and of course, her shoes fit me. And so I do the same like little tap steps that she's throwing at me. And she's like, they, you sound way better in these shoes. I want you to take my shoes to New York for this callback. Man. The only thing I ask is that you don't change the shoelaces because they're my like lucky shoelaces. But <laughs> wear, wear these. And I was like, okay. So I went to New York for this callback for 42nd Street. And I flew in on a Tuesday, I believe, and the callback was that day. And then I was expecting to fly back Wednesday morning because I was also in rehearsals for a show at school. I had class to get to. I, only, I didn't get anything excused. Um, so I go to this callback, and then they make some cuts, and they keep me, and they make some more cuts, and they keep keeping me, and keep keeping me all the way to the end where it's just me and one other guy. And I'm just like, what is happening? How is this real? Um, and it's with Randy Skinner, who, if you don't know, is the like a Tony-nominated choreographer who literally for 42nd Street, the revival back in the early 2000s. He's incredible. He's prolific as in the tap world, especially. Um, and I'm just like, I'm. it's me and this other kid who I don't know, tap dancing for Randy Skinner. I don't know what I'm doing. How is this possible? It's crazy. And so then... Um, Randy asks if I can stay until the following Monday. It's Tuesday right now. You got to stay a whole and week. So I, was like, I was like, a whole week? Oh, my gosh. What? Because he wanted me to come to the final callbacks. And uh, in the meantime, he was like, also come to my class that I'm teaching on Saturday so I can see how you work in that environment. Um, so it was just a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and your, so dance, I, yeah, your dance teacher needed her shoes back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, it's, you know, at this point, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I make panicked phone calls. 
I canceled my flight. I called my professors. They're like, of course, you, sh- you have to stay. Thankfully, everyone was so understanding. So I stay in New York, not knowing where I am, having to go buy clothes because I didn't pack right, for a you week. Brought, uh, a pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. So it was crazy. Crashing on friends' couches, you know, make it through callbacks. And then wow. uh, once I'm, I think I had to go in maybe two more times for callbacks. And then I went in on Monday. And uh, I come back, though, to Ohio, and I'm, I bleed right into our spring break. And so we had another week of just like time away from school. And in that time, I found out that I booked the tour. So I got to come back to Ohio Northern and go back to Brenda and hand her her shoes that she lent me to then also say, I found out I got it. And how hard (laughs) were you crying? I, I was just kind of trembling and just so excited (laughs) to tell her. And of course she immediately started sobbing. And then Brenda being the most incredible woman that she is. I'm already crying right now. Yeah. she pushes her shoes back to me. She's like, I feel like you should keep these. And I was like, Brenda, that's not, that is not happening. I cannot keep your shoes, but I want you to just know that I booked this because of you. And you know, and your lucky laces. What's that? And the lucky laces worked. And the lucky laces. Exactly. So it was a pretty magical experience. And like, yeah, you know, it's, small kid, small town kid from Ohio that didn't know anything about this and just suddenly just getting the opportunity of a lifetime. That is to go on the yes. a, a tremendous, year. tremendous story. Yes. And then you oh went, when goodness. did you tell your parents? Your parents had to be like, finally, all this driving oh. has paid off. Yes. I mean, the minute I found out, I just lost my mind. I'm sure I called them right away. Um, and it, we were just overjoyed. It was incredible so exciting so, so they only had you you were gonna stay in some hotel room in new york or whatever and it was like oh, okay well i guess i'm saying you were crashing on friends couches you said yeah exactly oh, yeah so it was it was just kind of like a, a crazy situation yeah so i would i did um summer stocks every summer between our school years so we would audition for those every year as well so i would i would work at smaller theaters in ohio and then the friends i would meet there would graduate before me and move to New York. And so I would stay with them. Um, so it all just kind of, you know, becomes it. You always hear it. It is such a small world, but the theater world is even more small. And the, you meet one person and by proxy, you know, 10 more at least. And so, um, see, this is, it's great- this is why we need to have you guys you. on you and people like you that are from Finley and from, you know, Faustoria and from Ada and from these places, because it becomes this like, attainable goal yes for everybody and, and you tell stories that are like insanely this none of the nothing was perfect but it it was in the end it was perfect yeah and that's how it, you know i'm learning more and more like uh everything it's so much easier to say than to remember and practice every day but like it truly is everything happens for a reason i know and it's so easy to say when it works out <laughs> in the end doesn't it so <laughs> to say but I'm, I'm still, you know, it's a practice reminding myself that even still today of like, you know, okay, a callback didn't go well, but that is so another door will open because if I had taken that job, then I couldn't have done this one or, you know, it's just, it all works somehow. So, so, so you, you, you get the call that you're going to do this show, um, but you had to finish school and even be That's in a play, correct. a show at school? Yeah. So I found out, I think it must have been late March, early April, when I found out that I got the, sh- the tour. And uh, we didn't start rehearsals until August. So they cast it pretty early in the year. Um, but it was 
a miracle because I could go do my summer stock job that I already knew about and then leave there and go right to New York to start rehearsals for a tour. And yeah, I could still finish my school year and still we were doing Drowsy Chaperone at Ohio Northern my senior year. So I got to finish that. So you got to graduate and, you know, even too. I saw you in Drowsy. Yeah. Yeah, I so it's not like oh, it's yeah. not like you got a job on this national tour and you were going to be going into your senior year. You, you your timing was really impeccable. It was it was the most imperfect thing ever. It truly was. Yeah, impeccable. Exactly. Yeah, to be so. able to say I get to graduate, I get to do this other summer job that I already signed a contract and agreed to, also, and then I get to go on to this other national tour thing. You know, everything works out as planned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly as uh, I planned it. Exactly. Sorry, Forty Second Street. You uh, you performed that at the Stranahan. What was that like? Oh, you I came did. to the Stranahan with Forty Second Street. We did. We were oh, there for about, wow. and it was insane. It was truly incredible. They, I couldn't have asked for a more perfect. You know, like we keep saying, everything just kept falling yeah. into place. It fell into place. Um, so yeah, we did the Stranahan for four days. Um, and I saw my first ever professional show there. I saw the national tour of Joseph. I think. Oh wow. Back when I was in like seventh grade, and I was like, "That's cool." And then I'm sure I saw there one time or something. And then to get to perform there was just uh, the perfect gift to me. Like I got yeah. to every show. There were troves of people from Finley just coming to support. And you know, there were a few other people in our show that were also from Ohio, uh, from like the Youngstown area. But anytime we were in Ohio people would make the drive because it's not that big of a state. So No, it sends me I didn't know you then because I would have been like, yes, let's go see him. Oh, yeah. And it was great because I had just graduated. So all of my schoolmates were still at Northern that were like the couple classes below me. Right. So they all came to see the show. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. My son Tyler came to see you uh, uh, yeah. with, um, was it Silverman? What was his name? Oh. Anyway, he and and uh, sorry, Yoko was a stage manager at the time. She's an yeah, Ohio Northern is, person. Yeah, she's still she's stage managing on uh, at Wicked on Broadway right yep. now. Yeah, oh, another no big deal person. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Yes, and I got to tour with her actually. So I went to school with her, and then she was the assistant stage manager on our tour. So on Forty Second Street. Yeah. Wow. So that was another magical thing of like I graduated. I got this show, and then once I got to New York and we started rehearsals, out of nowhere, salary was just in the rehearsal room. And I was like, what are you doing here? What? <laughs> and initially, she was just supposed to be like a production assistant. Like, she was just going to be there for rehearsals, and that was it. And then suddenly, she was there for tech rehearsals in Washington. And then suddenly, she was like, well, I'm coming on tour. Wow. So I got to just be on the road with this friend of mine that I went to school with for two years and then got to work with. It was just, it couldn't have been better. It was yeah. just the best. Man, everything and, is coming up roses for you, isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. I love it, though. Again, I, can, I can't emphasize enough that these kinds of stories are why we want to have people like you on and to help you know, encourage people that it is realistic, that if you come from Finley, Ohio, it could be happening to you, too. So Absolutely. You and then after the 42nd Street, did you, you went on there for a while, and, and then, uh, you not, then you moved to New York, and you became like an even bigger deal? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you're, I guess, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> then we so, found out about you, so then you must be a bigger deal. On stage, <laughs> stage door knows about you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 42nd Street was a full year. So I was gone from August through July, um, and it was amazing. So then, yeah, tour ended, and I came back here. I actually, my first ever place in New York was I sublet someone's room in the apartment of a director 
that was a guest director at Ohio Northern for a show I did my freshman year. So I met him when I was 18, 18, 19, uh, and then became friends with him through just like, you know, keeping up through social media. I posted on Facebook toward the end of our run for the tour. And I was like, I need a sublet. I need a place to live. And he responded and he was like, hey, you should take this open room in my apartment. And it just worked out perfectly. So yeah, I came back to New York. Uh, I think it was August of 2016. Um, and that's just another world too. The, not anything that we're used to hearing here in Ohio is like, come and take this room. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, that's normal in New York. You just live in this it, room. So yeah, it's it's very weird to get used to, and that's you know, if the the driving to multiple colleges to audition me wasn't um, a stressor enough on my parents, um, trusting that I was safe in these people's apartments that I was subletting from in New York City was a totally different test for them. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is a um, way you don't know anybody. You're just one person in a in an apartment yeah. with like six other people, probably or four other it's people. Truly, it was truly that quote from Annie. You know, like three bucks, two bags, one me. Like I truly had a suitcase, a duffel bag, and a backpack. And that was it. That's all I owned at the time. Um, so, yeah. So I sublet around for a while um, before I knew how to even get on a lease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just auditioned and took some classes here. And then I got, um, a couple months after I moved here, I got an offer to do a show out in Massachusetts um, that offered me my union card. Um, because back then it was still a process to even become a part of the union. You had to like work a certain amount of weeks. Wait, 42nd total. street wasn't union. No, it was non-union. Yeah. Wow. What? Uh, I didn't realize I, a national tour would be non-union. I guess I just, oh, yeah. it's, it's probably about half and half nowadays. Um, okay. half. And then like, you know, as things go longer, the, uh, the more cities they've played, then typically they'll switch to a non-union, um, contract, but. Um, I was always really proud of 42nd Street because um, it was a true testament. I remember uh, when we were in Chicago, we were there for like two weeks, which is a great length to be on a tour. No kidding. Two weeks Um, in one city? Oh. And that wasn't even our longest. We were in L.A. for three weeks, which was just a gift. Um, But when we were in Chicago, that's where the real, like, harsh critics are typically from, you know. So um, our directors came out to Chicago to like rehearse us, brush us up, make sure everything was tight. So then reviews came out and I will never forget, like we had the most proud director because the reviews were great, even from the harshest of critics nice. saying like, you, you would never know this was a non-union tour. Um, you know, the talent is amazing. It was just, it was also just like reminds me to still keep that mindset of like non-union doesn't mean poor quality. Yeah, it's exactly. A, it's different. It's a different pay grade, you know, but, um, it's still a great show. So I will always say if you, if a non-union tour comes through, still go see it because they are working their butts off and they are so talented. Hey man, the national tour is Broadway to me, man. That's all I, I, they're all Broadway to me. It's a Broadway caliber show just going around the country. Yeah, exactly. And that is true. Like that's what touring was so cool about too, is that it was, we were bringing Broadway to people who would never get a chance otherwise to see hundred percent. It was great. But, um, yeah. So after living here, I got my union, my union card. Um, and I was very lucky to get it the way I did because it was offered to me through a role. Um, and then it just what kind was of the opened show? up. What was that one? Uh, I did a production of A Christmas Carol. Oh, nice. Um, it's a musical production at a theater called North Shore, by, uh, uh, North Shore Music Theater. Uh, it's in Beverly, Massachusetts. Um, and it's a theater in the round, uh, oh, which cool. means it's a circular stage and there's like, you know, seats all around you. Um, and I was a dancer track in that show um like more so like a tumbler so i 
the gymnastics came back <laughs> to help me out. Yeah. Actually, you say a dancer could, track. Yeah, so like a, a track meaning like my my um, part in the show, my role, a dancer role. Gotcha. Um, uh, so I was tumbling the whole time. I learned so a I, new term today, just yep. so you know. Dancer track. I've never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was crazy. But because the role was on stage a lot, it was deemed a principal role. And because it was a principal role, it had to be a union contract. So they're like, if you want to take this show, you just would also have to join the union. So it was, uh, again, one of those things of like, this is, I'll never get an opportunity like that again to mm. just have it handed to me, essentially. Um, so I was very lucky and I got to do that and, uh, there just kind of took off from there and then just auditioned and worked more places. Um, and when I joined the union, I was still only 23. So I knew I was young. Um, and it, when you join the union, it, it really, um, puts you in a different talent pool really? because of, you know, who has worked a lot. Um, and you're now in the same pool as people who are consistently on Broadway. And so or working regionally all the time. So you have to remember, like, when you take it, you're kind of starting over almost of being like, all right, let me reintroduce myself to the industry heads and these gotcha. casting teams. So it's like actors. going off to college, you're like a freshman in college again. Now you're at the union. You're, you now have to have a re reset your mind to the fact that I'm the worst one in the room, probably. Let's do this exactly. all over again. A little bit, yeah. And so I took it knowing that, you know, I might work less consistently but the work i'll do will be a caliber that i'm some, is something that i'm really proud of and i'll get paid a little bit better nice. and my housing will be provided and it'll be you know there's a lot of benefits to being in the union um so that's what i did and then i just kind of kept working regionally and now here we are still you know working regionally but working I'm really, regionally. you're doing something right now i just saw you on facebook you just posted you're doing something uh in the at the muni theater what's that yeah so I just I just finished Ron, that actually. Just that. Got we there. looked it up, Ron. You know we did. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to be all coy uh, over there. We saw this thing. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing. It's like you're you're yeah. opening up for share or something. You know, I was like, whoa. <laughs> if it it feels like that too. So yeah, that was that is definitely if I hadn't said forty second street was what I'm most proud of, then I would say the Muni is definitely a close second because it was truly unlike any experience. Ever, I've worked at another really great outdoor uh, theater out in Utah called Tuacon, and Are that's you still also at been... the Muni right now, though. No, I'm back in New York. Now. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, you said you're in New York, so you did the Muni for how long were you there? We were only there for about two and a half, three weeks. Oh, it's okay. a really quick process. Okay, because um, so by the time I saw it, you were already like halfway through, probably after I started <laughs> spying on you on Facebook. Yeah, and then we and then Ron and I sat in my office and we looked at pictures of the Muni and we're like, like, "Holy smokes, look at this place! It's huge!" I did yeah, not realize what that how many, was. How many seats are you talking? Um, eleven thousand. Eleven thousand seats outdoors. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's bigger than outdoors. I even thought it was. It's outdoors, and is it hot it's there? Outdoors, yeah. It was, yes, it was very hot. <laughs> Where is it? St. So, Louis. Um, it's in St. Louis. That's right. Yes. So true Midwest humidity in yeah. the dead of July. Let so me tell it you all, that. that was the furthest west you'd ever been with St. Louis, and it all comes full circle. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Mid, so, uh, Mid, Midwest humidity in July outdoors. Out, yeah. I exactly. saw When I saw the pictures, I was fairly impressed, and I did see how big it was, and I thought, man, this is, he's playing in a football stadium. What is going yeah. on here? Well, and what was big. the show you were doing there? Uh, I did Chess the Musical. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. And, and you had a nobody cast? 
<laughs> yeah, there was nobody good. Not in quite a nobody cast. <laughs> no, um, tell us about the cast. The cast was, uh, gosh, just beyond. So we had Jessica Vosk was playing Florence. Um, the the hit song from the show is Nobody's on Nobody's Side, and that's the song that she sang. Um, and she was phenomenal. She played Elphaba on tour and on Broadway. Wicked. Um, and then we had John Riddle playing um, Anatoly, and he sings Anthem, who if you've like, if you know chess and you know the song Anthem. I do, I do, yes. Josh Groban sang, so Josh he played Groban. that role. Um, but John Riddle played it at the Muni, and he was, you know, just in, he was the original Hans and Frozen, and he's he was the last Raul in Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Wow. Um, so he was Jared way better Spencer. than Josh Rogan, Grogan. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Not gosh. even close. He was, he was phenomenal. Um, and then we had uh, Jared uh, Spector, who was, you know, he's been in everything. He was in Jersey Boys on Broadway. He's in Beautiful. He's done so much. Um, he played Freddie, and he was phenomenal. And then we yeah. had um, Tim Lauterman play um, Svetlana, who was also who was that? Sorry? nominated for Mean Girls. What's that? Who was that? Uh, Taylor Louderman oh, is Taylor. her name. Oh, yes, I I know that person. And then 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 there was Brady Miller. Brady Miller was in the yeah. show. He's from Forty Second Street. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh my gosh. You know him, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was right. Principal um, dancer. And those were just. <laughs> and those are just the four leads. There were also oh. still some like prolific Broadway performers in our cast, and it was truly just quite the experience. And Man. the directors were great, and so. Also, this was my first time swinging, so that was the whole new. Yeah, what's you know, what's swing like? Thing. So, so swinging, swinging, you have to know like every character. I mean, what you... uh, so typically, the swings cover all of the ensemble tracks, and sometimes gotcha. there's multiple swings. Sometimes there's just one, um, one female, one male, um, and that was the case in ours. There was it was me, and then my friend Emily were the two swings. So she covered all the ensemble women, and I covered all the ensemble men. So I covered twelve people. Um, so that meant I had to know 12 different, 12 parts. Uh, you had to know roles. the Colonel yeah. Mustard <laughs> and Professor Plum and you had to know all those parts, huh? Yep. And so to mix up learning, your colors. Exactly. Now it was learning choreography, but then also learning how to do it on the other side of the stage yeah. and reverse it. Oh um, or like chess is really hard too, because it's, it's a score that is almost completely sung through. And the music is really, really challenging. I don't know if you've ever listened to it all the way through, but it's tough. Um, and there's a lot of ensemble featured vocals. So like there were solos that I would have to like be prepared to sing. And it was just, it was a yeah, lot. It was no, a, not many parts like, Oh, that's me. I'm supposed to sing. Exactly. Just sing everything. Was, just sing everything just all sing the everything. time. And if they turn your microphone on then that's you, <laughs> right? That's what I'd be like. Exactly. Like, is it my turn? I'm just singing anyway. <laughs> and, does, and that's, you know, it was a learning process and it was, uh, learning how to flex an entirely new muscle and like a new part of my brain. But, Having done it now, I'm like, oh god, I kind of love doing that. Yeah. I would love to do that. And the pay so, is the pay's better. Yeah, it pays a little. There's a little bump, you know, yeah, to a, little get bump, to, a little bump being you in you. A little bit of extra work, but uh, nice. it's definitely, you know, everyone's appreciative of of their swings and their understudies. Um, I've understudied a lot, so this was basically just understudying times twelve. <laughs> yeah, understudying everybody. It sounds like yeah. So this is uh, my son Tyler and Maddie, uh, good friends of yours. This is yep. what they said. They said the Muni is Broadway outside of Broadway. Correct. They said it's where Broadway stars go to play. Oh, wow. Yeah. And oh, that's nice. very true. It's it's amazing because because it is such a quick process. So in a way it is 
still true like summer stock um because they're on they're about to open their fifth show of the season i believe they just closed a little shop of horrors and they're about to open uh rent and then after rent they're doing sister act and that's the end of their season but they've already done five shows leading up to that so um it's it's a very down and dirty fast and furious process and you really are working 10 to 6 every day outdoors learning this show um but it's it's a fast and quick process so that's you know a way that they can draw in all of these big names because people can say oh i can go to st louis for three weeks yeah you go there for um, three weeks then you're back in new york city again exactly so it's pretty incredible and the talent they have is just unbelievable but then also the space is unbelievable and uh oh my gosh we had like a our chess orchestra was 28 pieces which is huge huge mm-hmm. i think right now the biggest on broadway might be 30 for sweeney todd i think um so it, it's just unbelievable like what that place can do um and so yeah it was truly just every day i woke up pinching myself like i cannot believe i'm here yes. because it is so many people's dream and so the fact that i got to live it just for a glimpse of time and i didn't even perform i didn't ever get to go on as a swing um I was prepared to, but I never had to because it's so quick. But, yeah, because um, it's only a two, three-week span, and everybody stayed healthy. Darn it. I mean, exactly. I mean, yay. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, well, jeez. Exactly. How did we even manage to get you on? You sound like one Big of the time. most like, yeah, and, busiest person around. And about to be more busy. Because <laughs> well, Tyler and Maddie said... He's playing at Muni with these people. This is his big break. He's made it. That's what they said, and they said it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Oh, oh my God, that's that's gonna make me cry now. <laughs> See, you're trying. Oh, that's, that's our goal: make everybody cry. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, this but, was your you big know, break. It, in a way, yeah. You know, I got to really work with some people who I think will, you know, forever now be supporters of me and like uh i it it was just truly a lesson in what it is to be a professional and i think talent you know matters so much but i think more so and like i'll go back to northern sometimes and even tell students this like what matters most in this industry is just being kind and so gracious for Hmm. every opportunity you're given um because you never know who knows you or who's going to ask about you or who knows people that you know. Like I said, like I would do one show and from one person automatically know 10 more people just because I know who that one person is. Um, So I think just being kind and being gracious will take you such a long way. And I think uh, working at the Muni was insane and an opportunity that I will always be grateful for because yes, it was probably a big, you know, door to open a lot of opportunities now going forward. But, um, in a way, it still felt, you know, like working at any other place. And I think that's, I, I love working in regional theaters because it's as big as the Muni with 11,000 seats or as small as this other place that I worked called the Little Theater on the Square in Sullivan, Illinois, that probably seats 250 people, maybe. Um, it's a family and it's a community and it's a, you know, it's still true today what I felt when I was 10 doing Shenandoah. Like, awesome. I do this because I love the people that I get to meet and it's, it makes it even harder when the show's over because it's just another wonderful addition to my life, you know? So dang dude, I can't yeah. wait to meet you. Seriously. <laughs> I think, I think Tyler and Maddie are right. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Sounds like yeah, you, you yeah. are 
a wonderful person. Um, I can't believe you've, you've been talking to us forever. I really yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> I'm talking your ear off. I'm sorry. No, it's go good. Up. No, I, I, this is not my – we can talk longer. I, I just know you, you just sound like you got a life outside of talking to two old guys in a podcast. So I appreciate you oh, taking gosh, the time. No. You know, I, I did make sure to pour myself a nice glass of bour- uh, bourbon just to, nice. just to be here. You know, like I'm there in spirit, but you know, I'm, I'm enjoying. <laughs> nice, my- <laughs> yeah. Hang out the- of my apartment, and just talk. You know, it's nice. It's yeah. great. Oh man, well, I I wish nothing but the best. You know, everything that, and keep us. You know, I'm stalking you on Facebook and Instagram. So anytime there's uh, something you post, you might see a little message from me and be like, "Oh, I remember talking to that dork." We've got a lot of oh, pictures, God. a lot of Absolutely. pictures of you on uh, Facebook from my son's page. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe some of those were not the most. <laughs> no, no, some of them were <laughs> sketchy. Yes, I'm sure you also heard a lot of stories about the the, the antics that Tyler and I would get into with our friends. Because oh my goodness, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was a oh, lot. The I've even seen a couple pictures. I, you know, Ron was nice enough to pull up pictures so I could see what you look like. So I have a mental image of what you, you know, what you were looking like beforehand before we oh, did gosh. all of this. So. Oh, All yeah. right. Well, again, I want to thank you for for coming on, spending the time with us, chatting with us. Tell us about your your whole life and how you got into this, and and hopefully everything keeps going. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure to talk, and thank you for doing this podcast. Like you said, to 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 give a message truly to everyone in the area who who might listen. That like it is a very feasible, very realistic career path because it's it's the best. That's why I do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Have a great night, y'all. Yeah, bye. Yep, bye. Oh, y'all, he threw an Ohio <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, right? All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, good one, y'all. <laughs>